Hey people, welcome to What's Above Ruby's podcast. Here we'll be helping you to realize that for every woman there is a purpose. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 17, which we hope will awaken or reawaken as the case may be, our hunger and a thirst for a relationship with God. And as you do, we pray that your days will become pointed rather than pointless, full rather than empty, hopeful rather than hopeless, vibrant rather than vacant. Amen. Let's begin, shall we? If you have just tuned in to listen to the second segment of our episode living for the body soul and spirit you are welcome and i pray that you find faith and healthy connection to the three components of your being as you live for god's purpose on earth amen before i dive into the topic of this segment i would like for you and i to affirm these words of faith and assurance so please place your palm on your bible as we declare these words together. This is the word of God. I am who it says I am. I am what it says I am. I don't know everything, but I know one thing for sure, that Christ is my savior, and I am washed with his blood, cleansed for his glory, directed by the Holy Spirit, and accepted by God. Amen. It is so assuring to know that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation called out of darkness into his marvelous light. And so amazing to discover our identity, purpose, and worth in Christ. Hallelujah. Before, as we are going to venture into the focus of today, which is living for the soul, the second segment of our episode, I would like for us to understand the design of our soul and how we can find true expression for our souls on earth. First, let's look at what the soul entails. The soul, according to creation, was created to give man a personality. What's a personality? A personality means to have a distinct character qualities that is exclusive to a person in our souls we have three compartments which is our mind our will and our emotions our mind has a conscious part and a sub- and a subconscious part this conscious part conscious part of our mind is where we do our thinking and reasoning why the subconscious mind is where we hold our deep beliefs and our attitudes to life it is also where we have our feelings, our emotions, and where we retain our memories, good or bad. While our will is what gives us the ability to make choices and take actions. So in concluding what the mind is all about, the design of the mind, I will just say in my own words, that the soul is the engine of our being and body 
it is the machine in our being that receives various forms of energy around our environment around the universe around the world around our background around where we come from it receives it and then converts it into action that drives our motives in life now let's take a look at this bible verse that we may understand how the mind works in our soul that we understand how the mind operates looking at genesis 3 verse 1 to 6 and i read then the serpent was more subtle than any other wild creature the lord had made he said to the woman did god say you shall not eat of any tree of the garden and the woman said to the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden for god said you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden and neither shall you touch lest you die but the serpent said to the woman you will not die for god knows that when you eat of it your eyes will be opened and you will be like god knowing good and evil so the woman saw that the tree was good for food and it was a delight to the eyes and the tree was to be desired to make one wise she took up the fruit and ate she also gave some to her husband now let's look at verse 13 then the lord god said to the woman what is this that you have done the woman said the serpent treats me and i ate it wow we can see right here in this verse the energy of satan in the world, as I said, we have both negative and positive energy. But Satan is never a good energy. His energy is always to oppose the power and the glory of God in man. So he came with an energy to the woman who has a soul and a mind. He came and he influenced both our conscious and our subconscious mind. He came to challenge the word of God in her, causing her to think and to reason against the instruction of God, causing her to awake a feeling and a desire and emotion to be like God. And then she took off the fruits of the tree that was forbidden and gazed. Purpose and she ate out of it. We we have just seen perfectly from this verse how if we don't guard our mind, our will, and our emotions, that negative energies around us can come and utter and twist the fate of God in us. So it is very important as humans, as people who desire to find truth in God, to guide our souls from the way of destruction. We need to guide the, our hearts, our minds, our will from being influenced negatively, from being influenced from social media because in the world right now, the devil has many mediums and channels 
if it does not succeed in our mind, it tries to succeed in our tradition. If it does not succeed in our tradition, it tries to succeed through the trends of the world, the social media, sending messages. Because the devil, even the heavens, even God knows that the devil is very powerful with the mind. A great influencer, a person, a, a being that could influence the angels. A certain percentage of angels in heaven to turn against God is not someone we as humans should mess with. So that is why it's important for us to, to, to be careful. Careful in you know away careful and you know step away from any energy take ourselves out of any energy for us to shield ourselves from every from any energy that opposes the will and the purpose of God in our life it is so important because we would never like the end result of it or we would not like it just like the prodigal son who made a choice that influence, that same bad influence, that mind that came and challenged him and told him, why are you still waiting for your father to give you your rights when you have the right over it? Why don't you demand of it? Why don't you take it and live your life the way you want it? And that was just the same way he carelessly, you know, made this choice. And the father gave it to him and he went and then he made bad choices. Thank God for the grace of God that gives us the ability to retrieve our steps and come back in reconciliation in His grace upon our lives. Amen. Now let's go into the second focus of our topic, which is finding expression for our souls on earth. And in doing so, I would also like to introduce four ways that we can live for our souls to the glory of God. God. Number one, the first way is to live in good conscience. Let's open our Bible to Acts 23 verse 1. And I read, And Paul, looking intently at the council, said, Brethren, I have lived before God in all good conscience up to this day. Now let's look at Ephesians 4 verse 17 to 24. And I read, now this I affirm and testify in the Lord that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to their hardness of heart. They have become callous and have given themselves to licentiousness greedy to practice every kind of uncleanness. You did not so learn Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him as the truth is in Christ. Put off your old nature, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and put on the new nature created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and Let's still look at 1 John 3, verse 7 to 9. And I read, Little children, let no one deceive you. He who does right is righteous as he is righteous. 
he who commits sin is of the devil for the devil has sinned from the beginning the reason the son of god appeared was to destroy the works of the devil no one born of god commits sin for god's nature abides in him and he cannot sin because he is born of god wow this is just in summary that no man in this life was born good or evil no man was born as a bad person that when you see him you condemn him or you see someone and you praise him that he is good no we were born to make choices as our ancestors our our forefather like abraham uh, like um, adam you know he he, 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 had, he had opened that channel of us making choices. So we're born to make choices. But then God has also given us an option to also make godly choices. Because through our conscience in our, in our souls, we have choices to be made. We have choices to remain in the seed of evil. Or we have choices to approve the seed of evil and replace it with the seed of righteousness of God. So as Christians, or even as humans let's make that choice that conscious choice that desire to be transformed in our souls for Christ let's make that choice to to live in good conscience because you and I know that when you live in good conscience you live at peace God has given you rest you shouldn't want to sleep at night and then your mind troubles you your mind begins to replay the dealings of your day and then you begin to you know feel heavy you begin to toss around on your bed because you can't sleep because you have done an evil you see that sometimes we don't even need to drink you don't we don't we, we don't um, the ultimate um, choice of drinking poison is death so you see that even sometimes our own actions already judges us own actions so you don't, sometimes we don't even need god to come down and judge us even our actions they don't so let's let's live in good conscience just like paul said up to this day i have lived in good conscience even while he was in the council he was in the council of the pharisees and the sadducees that wanted to condemn him he said if you have come to condemn me me i know in confidence that i have lived in good conscience so even if you lock me up in the prison I would stay there at peace in my mind, knowing that I am doing the will of God and the Father. So please, let's be conscious of who we are as human beings. Let's not be like Eve who was careless with her mind and she allowed a negative influence to affect her. Let's make a choice like Paul to live in good conscience, to live in righteousness in, 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 in Christ Jesus. We should live in truth of God's word and his ways for us let's live in joy let's live in peace let's live in honesty let's let's live in chastity let's be chaste we have a choice you were raped we know you were you were you were you were deformed we know that shouldn't make you are you are too short we know that shouldn't make you start seeking attention because sometimes i realize that humans actually just do these other things after their pains after their after after their their past they still try to continue in ways that are not right because they are seeking attention if you are seeking attention go to god don't go to the world the world does not have the answers to you the creation does not have answer to you go to your creator he has answer he will give you the attention you need in fact what other attention do you need than looking at the cross 
and see that Christ died for you and that he has been risen upon in heaven as an intercessor pleading on your behalf that you might be made holy and righteous before God. So what other attention do you need? Please, 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 let's live in good conscience before God and before Christ. Now the second way to live our souls for the glory of God is to be in obedience. In obedience in the living word of God. Yes, let it be in the obedience to the living word of God. And let's look at John 14 verse 15. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Let's look at Hebrew 4 verse 12. And I read, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the dividing of the soul and spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. Now let's look at Romans 12 verse 2. And it says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may prove what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. This is that point where, after you have desired to live in good conscience with God, this is another um, aspect where you have to now search, you have to progress to searching for the transformation power in God's word. Here you have to be open to receive the entrance of God's word in your heart. For his word is a living seed that would yield good fruit in our choices and in our actions. Okay, let's look at Psalm 1 that says, Blessed am I, for I walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. For my delight will be in the word of God, and in his word will I meditate day and night. I'm like the tree planted by the rivers of water. I will bring forth my fruit in my due season, and my leaf also shall not be that. What more do we need? To understand that the word of God is life to those who seek it, who dwell in it. I will dwell in the secret place of the Most High and abide under the shadow. I will dwell in his secret. I will go to his secret place seeking to learn from him, seeking his word. See, God is just like a manufacturer who has, you know, manufactured a car and has given you a manual. So how would you come value a car? buy a car and then not have a manual to operate it trust me you'll be frustrated as humans we are a product of the manufacturer we are so if we if we want to make any decision we need to go back to the word of god we need to go there see there is nothing i have come to realize that there's nothing in this life that is new to god so that is why it's everything is in his word from, the, from from betrayal to cheating to rape. Okay, eh, I was raped when I was young. The son of David raped his sister. Eh, I was I was cheated by my brother. Cain killed his uh, um, Abel out of envy. So there is nothing in this world. I don't think there's any news too soon that is new. That that is uncomfortable. That we can all that there's a that when in fact I am just so amazed how we neglect the word of God, seeking falsehood in the world, and then the world now entangles us more and confuses us more, and then it now becomes so heavy in our hearts that we desire to go in the path that would lead to our destruction. But Christ has given us a redeem, um, has given us redemption by saying. 
come do not bear that burden alone come unto me all ye that are heavy and heavy with burdens lay it at my feet and I will give you rest so the word of God is living and active go to him no matter what you think you have faced no matter that problem go to him God has an answer see we think that there are no answers to our questions there are answers it depends on who answers us it depends and if we refuse to listen to God's answers the devil is always available with different channels and mediums to answer us and we see how influential the devil is in the life of all the youths young people even those who have even grown from youthful from youthfulness to you know and, and the elderly they still carry this seed just take the grace of God that we will be set free from the snare of the father from the from the bounds the stronghold of Satan it takes the grace of God and that grace comes from the word of God so let's not depart from the word of God let's seek the word of God for it is the only way that we can live in truth and live our soul to the glory of God now the third one is to live our soul by faith in Christ for Christ was given as a price to redeem us from iniquity so if you have the desire to live in good conscience and you now move into seeking the word of god then you should receive faith faith comes by hearing you have to hear first and then you have faith now let's look at romans 10 verse 17 and it says so faith comes from what is heard and what is heard comes from the preaching of christ now let's look at first john 5 verse 5 and i read who is it that overcometh the world but he who believes that Christ is the Son of God? Now let's still look at Romans 10, verse 9. And I read, Because if you confess with your lips that Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that Christ God raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. This is just simple. I don't think there's anything I need to preach here because we all know that for God so loved the world and gave his, his only begotten son that he who believes in him will find life and find an abundant life. So I don't think there's anything I want to preach here. The thing is just for us. See, yeah, faith comes by hearing and it comes by when uh, uh, the word of God is preached. So if God's word is preached to you, when you have gone to search for God through his living word and you hear it, you receive it, the next thing is for you to have faith, for you to believe, have hope. That in Christ Jesus you will be saved. You believe that that receiving Jesus in your life will lead to the needed change and transformation of your souls through the faith of Jesus. That is just all. I don't think there's anything I need to say here because if you receive Jesus, then you have everything. If you carry Jesus, you carry everything. So let's go to the fourth one now, which is the last. This is by taking responsibility and being disciplined to our choices for the total transformation of our souls in Christ Jesus. Let's look at James 2 verse 14 to 19. And I read, What does it profit, my brethren, if a man says he has faith but has not works? Can his faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and in lack of daily food, and one of you says, to them go in peace and be warmed and filled without giving them the things needed for the body what does it profit so faith by itself if it has no works it is dead if it has no works it is dead but some will say you have faith 
and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works. And I, by my works, will show you my faith. You believe that God is one and you do well. Even the demons believe and, you know, tremble. You see that? You cannot say you are giving your life to Christ. You cannot say you have desired to live in good conscience. You cannot say that you have the living word of God in your heart. And you cannot say you have faith in Christ and then you don't practice it. No, 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 no. If you have decided to be delivered totally from the captive of Satan, from, from darkness, from the influence of Satan, from the negative energy of this world, then you have got to practice it. You have got to show forth your faith in action. You have to take responsibility for your life. You have to say, you know, I'm now a child of God and I have to conform to the righteousness of God. It's not by a doctrine of a church or a tradition. No, you have to conform because even among the denominations of the church, one, there are things that are common. Prayer, fasting, study of the word of God, and, and, and dressing modestly, practicing the word of God, and winning souls for Christ. This is just, you just have to be deliberate about who you are, your new identity. If you know you want deliverance, you cannot sleep at night. You've got to wake up and pray yourself out of the bondage of Satan. You want to win, have victory. You can. You have to. You have to praise the Lord at all times. You cannot um, worship God today and then it takes you two weeks more before you worship God. No, you have to have a relationship, a cordial, a, a, a cordial relationship with God. You have to be devoted because that's the only way you can be transformed. And I know that even as we have. A relationship with our opposite sex if you are not committed if you say you love me and, you, and there's no works i have to think twice that is just how it is you cannot seek the love of god in your life you cannot seek the tra- transformation of god in your life and you don't show it by your commitment and your devotion to god no you have got to show forth your commitment and your devotion to god by taking responsibility for your actions be like David when he sinned, he took responsibility for his salvation. He took responsibility by 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 going for a fa- going, going on a fast. It he 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 his clothes, it seared his garments. He said, I I rather be ordinary man than be in royalty and sin against God. That is how that is what God wants. A man who is responsible for his actions. A man who says, Okay, God. If you want to punish me, punish me. I will take the punishment. But you know what? I will not depart from you. I will stay on your altar. I will become a living sacrifice. You have to, we have to become living sacrifice. Our souls have to be a living sacrifice before God. Because that's the only way we can become friends with God. We can become partners and ambassadors. We can be transformed. Because if you have a lifestyle that prays, a lifestyle that fasts, that fasts, a lifestyle that studies the world and now practice it what more then you win souls because when people see that you carry the light of god in you they will come to you they will come to the rising of the glory of god in you they will come in fact the disciples of christ in acts 11 26 were first called christians because they, they were conformed to a certain you know way of life in their dressing, in their talk, in addressing issues, in the way they worship, you know, the people call them Christians. They said these are the followers of Christ. These are the true followers of Christ. 
because we see the impact of Christ in them. So let people see your impacts. Let people see the impact of God in your life, in your action, in your body, in your soul. Take a decision to take care of your body. Take a decision not to, you know, engage in immorality that leads you to committing abortion, vandalizing your body. But rather, take a decision to be a, a living sacrifice. You know, subduing your worldly desires in the presence of God. Seeking Him in prayer, in fasting, in studying His Word, in believing Christ, and practicing the instructions of Christ, the principle of God's kingdom on earth. And watch God turn your life around and you become a purposeful being with a fulfilled life on earth. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I pray that the entrance of this word brings life and understanding to your soul and that you will be saved from the powers of darkness in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope to, to, to you know, have a, a wonderful discussion again with you in the next segment, Living for the Spirit. And I hope that you will come back and you will enjoy the presence of God with me in the name of Jesus. Amen. We have come to the end of this podcast. We do hope that you were blessed and would love to hear from you. Email at whatabovrubies.info at gmail.com And please do follow us on Instagram at underscore whatabovrubies. Thank you for tuning in today. God bless you. See you next week. Bye.